I was in a church meeting when I received a text from my mother telling me that my grandmother had entered hospice care. And this wasn't shocking. She was very, very, very elderly. She was 99 years old. But I was very sad to receive that text because I was very close to my grandmother. I loved her dearly and I knew that I would miss her terribly. So as soon as the meeting ended, I went back to my office thinking to myself, I've got to get over to the nursing home to see my grandmother. It was about a 45 minute drive away. So I opened my calendar to see when I could, could leave. And when I looked there, my heart sank because I had forgotten that I had scheduled meetings that day that went all the way into the evening back to back. The next day was the same. A full day of work, followed by multiple meetings into the evening. And then the day after that, I was supposed to leave, uh, go out of town for a three-day series of meetings for the conference. And I thought to myself, I can't go see her. I can't go. I have all these meetings that I have to attend. People are depending on me. The church and the conference are depending on me. It's going to be four or five days before I can go to see my grandmother, and she could die in the meantime. And as I thought this, my eyes began to fill with tears. Now, I must tell you that this was sort of par for the course for me at the time. I was leading a rapidly growing congregation, and I had significant responsibilities at both the district and conference level for the church, and I was always going to a meeting, and I was always busy, and in fact, I wasn't paying a lot of attention to my family. It had probably been uh, at least a month since I had actually seen my grandmother. Well, I was sitting there feeling so bad that I couldn't go to be with her when my eyes fell on a picture of my grandmother that I kept in my office. I still have that picture today. You can come by and see it. I walked over to the bookshelf and I picked up that picture and I was looking at her and thinking about how much I loved her and moreover, how much she loved me. She offered me unconditional love throughout my life and supported me. She was a hero in the faith for me, a person who really modeled the grace of Jesus Christ in my life. And as I looked at that picture, thinking about her, I suddenly felt deeply convicted by the Holy Spirit. It was as if the heavens opened and a spotlight fell on this picture of my loved one God redirected my attention and said, do you see what matters the most here? I recognized that I had my priorities all messed up. That there would always be another meeting. But for me, there would never be another grandmother. And so I said, Lord, I'm sorry. And I cleared, cleared my calendar. And I went to see her. Friends, have you ever had an experience like that? Where God redirected your attention and said, look, here is what matters the most? Well, that's what happens in our text this morning. You see, God redirects the attention of the whole world and says, look right here. This is what matters the most. Now, the world back then was just as busy and burdened as it is today. 
There were political conflicts and people vying for power and untold numbers suffering and people just lost on the road of life. There was plenty to distract the world and that wonder of wonders. God opened the heavens and a spotlight fell on a little child born in Bethlehem. Wise men from the east, magi, had seen his star at its rising and they traveled a very long way to find this one born king of the Jews. They made their way to Jerusalem and then to the palace, which seemed like a logical place to ask for directions. They probably didn't have any difficulty gaining entrance. They were magi, after all. And once they had an audience with Herod, they asked the million-dollar question. Herod, where's the new king? We saw his star at its rising. We followed it here. Could you possibly give us his address? Because we would like to go and worship him. Now, up to that point, it had been a rather boring day for Herod. He'd spent most of it examining his fingernails and playing parcheesi with his underlings. But now, here was this group of foreigners asking this very bizarre question. And so he sat up on the throne and took notice. His eyes narrowed to little slits. A new king, you say? How fascinating. Will you excuse me for one moment? Then Herod ran to the back room and called all his teachers and priests to him and said, what gives? And they said, well, your majesty, there is something in the book of Micah that says something about a new king, but that prophecy's been around forever. We really don't think it's anything that you need to be worried about. But if you'd just like to be on the safe side, send these foreigners over to Bethlehem. Let them scout it out for you. Report back. Then, if there's a problem, you can take care of it. Herod thought this sounded like a great idea. So he went back into the throne room and called the wise men to him, and his most saccharine voice said, I'm so excited. A new king. Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, would you do me a solid? Go over to Bethlehem. See if you can find him, and if you do... Send back word, because I want to worship him too. So the wise men set off. And they went to Bethlehem, and they found Jesus there with Mary, his mother. And they bowed down, and they worshiped him, and presented him with their gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went home by another road. Friends, like all great stories in the Bible, this one has its share of heroes and villains, doesn't it? And the great villain of the story, of course, is Herod, which makes him easy to ignore. But I'm afraid, friends, that if we do that, if we ignore Herod, we do so at our peril, because Herod has something to teach us. 
Have you ever heard that saying that if you find something annoying or repellent about another person, odds are that's because you see the same thing in yourself? Well, I think that might be a play here. God has literally opened up the heavens and shined a spotlight on a little child in Bethlehem saying, here is the one, this is the one who really matters. It's right in front of him, and Herod misses it. It's right in front of his face, and he misses it. Why? Because he's too caught up in himself. He's too busy navel-gazing. He's too obsessed with what he wants, with his power, with his own ego. So he doesn't see the starlight And my friends, if we're honest with ourselves, sometimes we can act the same way. Here is God redirecting the entire world's attention, saying, this is what matters the most. Jesus, the Christ, the one born in Bethlehem, the Savior of the world, His way, His values, His life. This is what matters the most. And yet we can miss that, even on this Epiphany Sunday, because we are too busy making New Year's resolutions that are all about us and not a scintilla about God. You know, Epiphany Sunday is aptly named because an epiphany is a sudden revelation, an insight into the truth And on this day, each year, God reveals to us yet again the greatest truth of all, that Jesus Christ matters the most. So perhaps, if we're going to make a New Year's resolution, we might begin by focusing on Him. We can, you know. It is a new year. Another chance to get it right. And you, my friends, my dear church, are very, very wise. You know what you must do. Raise up your heads. Pay attention. For God is showing us something amazing today. God is pointing out the focus of life If you want to know a life that is redeemed, forgiven, whole, meaningful, purposeful, and not just good, but righteous, well then, here is the spotlight shining on the answer. Begin this new year by focusing on Jesus because he is what matters the most. Will you pray with me? Most loving God, we give you thanks for you have given us the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Open our hearts, O God, to receive him yet again and make him the focus of our lives, his way, his values. May they be ours. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.